everyone, and welcome back to She's All That Minute. The podcast where we analyze the 1999 examination of popularity in high school, She's All That, one minute at a time. I'm your co-host, Aaron. I'm your co-host, James. And it's minute 17, beginning with Zach responding to his dad's question about, isn't it weird that you haven't heard back from, like, literally any school you've applied to yet? With, not really. Um, And I have it going through Katie, who you will recall is played by Gabrielle Union, Mm -hmm. saying, come on, girl, don't you care about... (laughs) We'll find out (laughs) what, who the girl is and what she may or may not care about tomorrow. And... If I may give you a preview of tomorrow, one of the broadest character uh, brushstrokes I've ever seen in a, in a movie, and I love it very much, uh-huh. happens right away on the first, on next minute. Yeah. Uh, so I, I took a note because this is another uh, point where I couldn't remember what the plot was. Okay. And I was like, he's being shady about his college applications. I was like, did he, he got them and he didn't get in or he hadn't sent them yet? But then we see that Zach goes into his room. Yes. After his dad says he'll call his buddy in the admissions right. office, and Zach's like, eh, it's probably fine. Like, yeah. give it, give it, maybe give him more time. I, I get the, the feeling that dad, and did you get this feeling as well, dad wants him to go to Dartmouth. That's yeah, un- well, Dartmouth was the one that he specifically asked about. Why have you not right. heard back from Dartmouth yet? Right, right, right. That's true. That's true. But as we will learn, Zach has applied to a number of very good schools. Indeed, he has. Um, he goes to his desk and he has a a folder, which I thought at first was a Yale acceptance folder, but it mm-hmm. is in fact just a white folder, which on top happens to have a Yale, a Yale acceptance packet letter thing. Yes. And before we get into Yale and and stuff, I have a question that that chilled me not to my bones, but maybe a couple layers underneath my skin. Do you think are acceptance letters like not a thing you get anymore? You get like an email now? Is that how it works? You know, I have no idea. I got an email acceptance when I transferred to tech. Okay. But I got it from the weird thing is I didn't get it from like the admissions office. I got it from like a random professor saying, hey, you've been accepted, but you need to take this like math for liberal arts majors at community college over the summer. Classic Virginia Tech. It didn't, like, it, at the time, it didn't weird me out. And in hindsight, I'm like, some random-ass professor was like, hey, you can come to our school if you take this math class <laughs> at Nova. And, like, I mean, I signed up and I, I yeah. did it. but And, like, that was the official acceptance. But it wasn't from the admissions office. It wasn't a letter. I basically just emailed back and said, okay, cool. Yeah. It was it was to, like, my personal email. like Right. Like my skygirl17 at hotmail.com personal email. Right. <laughs> That's, had you put that anywhere? You Surely you'd put that somewhere. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, it, okay. it may have actually been my Longwood email address now that I'm thinking about it. I don't remember. But it was like, it was like to my personal email address. Yeah. It didn't, it was, didn't come in the mail. Right. It was, but, but it was a transfer thing. So I was like, maybe this is just how they handle transfers. I'm thinking now of the movie uh, To All the Boys I've Loved Before. Actually, okay. I think it's the third one, which I forget I the name of. I have not seen the third one. The third, I, we watched it as a trilogy just over the course of one day. And I do recommend doing it like that. It was very okay. good. At one point in one of them, she is waiting for an acceptance or rejection to a college. And it is, I think it's UCLA, and she does keep checking her phone for the email. Man. Yeah. 
And I think I think then she also later has her little sister, who is one of my favorite characters in the entire series, um, refreshing the website. So I think that's another thing. Maybe the website said, "Hey, emails have gone out," and then okay. you checked your email, and if you, you you know did or didn't get it or something. So yeah, man, that's wild. Like yeah. I remember checking the mailbox yeah. for the packet. Like if yeah. you get if you get the normal envelope, that's a bad mm, sign. Yep. If you get the big envelope, then you know you got in. And then all the all the drama of like high school, like late nineties, early two thousands high school TV shows, where it's like, I don't know, holding large packet. It's like, right. <laughs> they're not going to send you so a huge packet. <laughs> Here are all the ways in which we want to reject you. <laughs> right. Yeah. Um, so in addition to uh, to Dartmouth, uh, which I believe we see, he has also we been... We see Dartmouth. Yep. So the first thing he got into was Yale, um, a private Ivy League research university in New Haven, Connecticut. It was founded in 1701 as the Collegiate School I love old university names back when it was like, we don't know. I mean, it's the one, it's like the only one in, in Connecticut. Right. <laughs> Do you want to go to school in New England? <laughs> it's this one. Yeah. Good job. The college. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. The high school. No, no, no. This is the collegiate school. Um, this is the third oldest institution of higher education in the United States. And also one of the nine colonial colleges chartered before the American Revolution. It was renamed Yale College in 1718, so 17 years of the collegiate school, and they're like, we should get a name. <laughs> to honor the school's largest private benefactor for the first century of its existence, Elihu, Elihu Yale, which for the first time in my life, uh, people who go to Yale are called Eli's. Oh. And I was like, why on earth are they called? Is it because of like Yale, Eli? Like it's like a backwards Yale thing? I don't think I realized they were called that. I would have assumed they were called like Yaleys. They also called them Yaleys. But oh. on crosswords, crossword puzzles would have you really think that mostly they're called Eli's. Okay. Yeah. Um, and that, I guess, is after Elihu, not Yale backwards. And mispronounced kind of weird. <laughs> yeah. Some uh, alumni of Yale, uh, Meryl Streep, who I guess was an exchange student over to Dartmouth at some point, but she eventually graduated from Yale. So how does being an exchange student domestically, like I can understand you do an exchange program and go to another country, but you just, you do an exchange program where you just go to another school. Maybe there's a, like if it was In acting another part of I, New England, I have to imagine it was for acting. Um, and so I would imagine my guess would be some, one was teaching at Dartmouth and she's like, I want to take so-and-so's class. Can I still That's go to Yale, but go to Dartmouth for this semester so I can take Tom that... Stoppard? Sure. His class on being Meryl Streep in 20 years, which is a class I feel I should take. <laughs> I mean, I feel like if your name is Meryl Streep, you should take that class. Time traveler Tom Stoppard has this class that I feel like is it has my name on. Literally, yes. <laughs> literally. Um, Winston Duke, who and Lupita Nyong'o, who were both in Black Panther and were also the parents in Us, uh, also went to Yale. And Vincent Price went to Yale. Jodie Foster, fam kind of. I feel like maybe the most famous actress to go to Yale. Kind of feels like. Um, I, don't I don't know, know why she's the most famous, but. I think that she is the one who is most often list like yeah 
that. She's not she's not like more famous than Meryl Streep, but it's sure. to be like, you know, who went to Yale? Yeah. She's the one that you would pick. She's the top answer on Family Feud of Yale yes. alumni who are celebrities. Yeah, for sure. Um or even just Yale alumni, I would I would imagine. Actually, yeah. I'm gonna take that back because there were five presidents, but um Well, I can't name hmm. which ones. That's true. I don't think I can either. George I Bush. Think, I think both I Bushes. Like Bush, I feel like both Bushes. Yeah. But I know Jodie Foster. Hey, two nights in a row of two Bushes in a row uh, discussion talks. Yeah. That's fun, kind of. Wild. Um, Claire Danes. Let's do that again. Yeah, no, let's not. <laughs> nope. Two Bushes and then we're done. Just like the um, the world rule. Um, mm-hmm. And that's why Jeb has never been successful. Uh, Claire Danes went to Yale and Paul Newman and James Franco. So five presidents. Um, uh, and then fictional characters, Nick Carraway from K- Great Gatsby and Mr. Burns went to and Yale. And Rory Gilmore. And, oh, did Rory end up going to Yale? She ended up going to Yale instead mm. of Harvard. Mm. Yeah. Where is Gilmore Land set? Connecticut. Oh, well, okay. Yeah. So so that was yeah. her that was like going to Nova, like uh, you're going to Yale. All right. Well, her her grandfather went to Yale and really wanted her to go to right. Yale, but she wanted to go to Harvard, but she agreed to go look at Yale to make him happy and ended up falling in love with it. Right. Cool. Well, that's good. It was more of like an oh you're going to Mason, not Nova so much. I I, I wanted to change it to Mason just as soon as the words yeah. were out of my mouth, for sure. Yeah. Uh, so I have then he also got into Dartmouth. I noted that he is class of 04, so he is Class, wait, class of, oh, oh, for college, for college, for college, for college. Yeah. So he is a year older than us. Yes. Which is cool. And then finally, finally in college talk, we have Harvard, which he also got into. <laughs> Dartmouth, Yale, and Harvard. Those right. are the three. Okay. Yeah, exactly. Among others, he there's the, the, the papers he goes through are bigger, but the ones that he shows the camera are Dartmouth, Yale, got and it. Harvard. Okay. Um, it is a private research, Ivy League research university in Cambridge, Massachusetts, established in 1636 and named for its first benefactor, clergyman John Harvard, back when John was just like, there's only one name and it's John. Um, Harvard is the oldest institution of higher learning in the United States and among the most prestigious in the world. All right. Eight presidents, the famous ones, like think of a president, they probably went to Harvard. Unless okay. it's the Bush don't think of the bushes. Stop. Stop thinking of the bushes. It's I'm trying to. Stop. <laughs> uh, also, Natalie Portman, who I feel is the uh, Jodie Foster of Harvard. Sure. And then Matt Damon also went there. Fred Gwynn, uh, Herman Munster slash the judge in My Cousin Vinny. Wallace Shawn. It's inconceivable that he went to Harvard, but he did. And Steve Zahn. Wallace Shawn, Steve oh. Zahn. Yeah. Interesting. Some real quick uh, trivia about uh, Harvard. They filmed the movie Love Story there, which is Ryan O'Neill and Ali McGraw. I believe it is where the uh, the quote, love means never having to say you're sorry comes from. Yes. And I believe it is horrifyingly tragic, like melodramatically tragic. Yes, I believe so. Um, I could be thinking of Brian's song. Mm, I think it's probably both. The 70s, it was like, let's have tragedy. Yeah. It concerns a romance between a wealthy Harvard hockey player and a brilliant Radcliffe student of modest means. Uh, and at Harvard, apparently, it is screened annually for incoming freshmen. Oh. Which is wild to me. All right, everyone, gather in. I mean, on the one hand, all right, everyone, gather in. Let's watch a movie. On the other hand, at this point, 
hey, everyone, come on in. Let's watch this 51-year-old movie. Right. But because of Harvard's uh, Harvard letting um, Love Story film on its campus in 1970, apparently Love, the people in Love Story caused like so much damage that Harvard's policy since 1970 has been to permit filming on its property only rarely. So most scenes set at Harvard, especially indoor shots, but accepting aerial footage and shots of public areas such as Harvard Square. So if you see like Harvard from above or there in Harvard Square, that's probably true. Otherwise, it's probably elsewhere. A soundstage or something? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Interesting. Also, uh, just real quick, James Nairn history thing. Um, Harvard, Radcliffe was girl Harvard Mm -hmm. uh, for like till like the, the late 70s. Yeah. Um, which after Bike Brigade ended, the epilogue in James in James's head about Mary was that she was really pissed that she couldn't go to Harvard um, and had to go to Radcliffe and she wanted to go to Harvard. And oh. it really made it really made James mad because I was like, I didn't realize it was this late in the game for it to be like, no, you go to Radcliffe because you're a girl. Right. So fun, 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 cool patriarchy uh, stuff. Yep. Always fun. The patriarchy. My conclusion to this is it's a tough life figuring out which Ivy League university you want to go to. Right, because you, your dad wants you to go to Dartmouth, but you might want to go to a different one, or maybe you don't want to go to college. Maybe you want to bubble around Europe for a couple years. I mean, who knows? It's like class or sex, me, which will I choose? I yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's a very kind of... this whole This whole movie is cracking me up because... I think that it's supposed to be that we note just how privileged Zack Seiler is. Uh-huh. But from the perspective of Zack Seiler, like through Zack Seiler's eyes, I get why this is a problem, but yeah. it's a very, very privileged problem. <laughs> right. Right. Uh, it's, so, it's sort of the um, Dead Poet Society thing where it's like... Yeah. I get that you that it is a problem for sure, right? So we leave Zach with that conundrum, mm-hmm. and cut over to Taylor. Taylor, just ugh. She's Taylor's a lot. <laughs> She's just a lot. So she and Katie are shopping, mm-hmm. and she's wearing like a halter top that shows mm-hmm. off her shoulder tattoo. Sure. Which she asks Katie if it looks red. I was hoping you would speak to my thought of, of course it does. Right. You mean the fact that it's a big ass red heart on her shoulder? <laughs> of course it looks red, you moron. Oh, yeah. I hadn't even thought of the color of the tattoo. I had thought of it's a it's like a new tattoo. That's true. I don't know. None of my tattoos have never turned. I don't know. It, uh, as as fair skinned as I am, you'd think yeah. that they would. But mine hmm. never really look. Never. Oh. The two tattoos that I've had have looked days old like immediately like they didn't bleed they didn't welt up very much so i i when you were like of course it does it's a new tattoo i'm that that hadn't occurred to me what i was thinking was it's a big red heart on your shoulder yes it looks red (laughs) no oh wait no hold on so first of all i thought that but i was like you have no idea ask aaron so um (laughs) that was that it just occurs to me now, do you think she was checking to make sure it was red? No, I think she's concerned that okay. it's infected. Right, right, right. 
Because she did get it done, like, in someone's backyard. I think that was backstage at MTV. Which that's, still counts as back backyard, that, for sure. That's in someone's really nice backyard. Yeah. But also <laughs> probably really dirty, really nice backyard. Almost, almost certainly. Yeah. So. Yeah, I think, because she keeps talking about how it still hurts. Yeah. And unless she has, ju- like, mine hurt for, like, the next day in the way that, like, sunburn hurts. Right, right. But it shouldn't, I mean, it's been a week. Yeah. Ish. Right? Yeah, I think so. Or at least, it's been at least a few days, at least, like, a weekend's worth of time or something. Yeah, let's, it shouldn't, yeah, yeah. It shouldn't still be bothering her. She got it, like, Friday, Saturday. And it's now Monday. Monday well, it's, it's probably... Yeah, probably Monday, Tuesday. Okay. It may only be a couple days old, but it shouldn't be irritated like that. In my experience, as as someone who does have very sensitive skin, it did not, I mean, you know, when I got my tattoos, they were done in clean, reputable places. Right. And they, like, you know, it, it was fine. Right. Uh, hey, speaking of irritated, um, Katie. Sure is. She's sort of non sequiturs in a way that makes me feel like this is, uh, we've also missed a scene here where I'm like, yeah. wow, she's at the end of her rope already, I guess. And, you know, it's Taylor, so I get it, but like. Yeah. It's a wild, it's also a weird place to end the minute. Right. Because it's like, oh, okay, I guess we'll just. Finish the second line of the scene later then. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But that said, why don't I do social media? Go for it. We are on Twitter as a podcast franchise at JE underscore Minute Movies. And we are on Twitter individually. I am at Unabashed James. And I'm at Unabashedly Aaron. We are part of the Scavengers Network. Uh, part of many great shows, one of which is Timeline Scavengers. Now, this is a podcast that I am on, so it's a little bit of self-promotion here, but it will be about a month or so old, month and a half old when this comes out. Colin and I are working our way through the Marvel Cinematic Universe in chronological order by scene. So our first episode is about the beginning of time. It's literally uh, five seconds of dark. And we talk about that. And then the next episode is the beginning of Black Panther. And then the next episode is et cetera, et cetera, by scene. In the order, like flashbacks will take place when they are flashing back to all that stuff. Uh, It's a very James setup. And it is, and it hurts my brain just thinking about it. So I know, I, it's I like that good feeling. When we're doing a Marvel Cinematic Universe podcast, I did yeah. not know the context. We have designed this show to literally never, ever, ever end. It literally it can. Yeah. Um, but also, if new movies come out... Ha! We are not numbering episodes. We are numbering them by year it takes place. So we can pop them into where they go in the timeline. And then we'll just say, hey, there's a new episode back in whatever year um, for people to go check out then. Yeah. Interesting. And then, yeah, I'm I'm really excited about it because it's incredibly nerdy. Um, 
listener, I'm going to say this. If you are interested in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, uh, visit us at uh, Timeline Scav. We probably want to have you as a guest. There's so many episodes to do. <laughs> Come <Right. laughs> be on our show. It's gonna. It's already been a fun time, and it's only gonna get more fun as we move out of history lessons and into actual stuff happening. I am which kind is, of looking forward to watching both of your brains leak out of your ears. It's gonna be. I'm only gonna get more me. I think it's gonna be just make me powerful more. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Yep. It language appears to have affected my. Wait, <laughs> just joking. Have you started watching Star Wars yet? <laughs> <laughs> oh, Lord. I guess that's not Marvel. That's just it, part of Disney. Exactly, exactly. So that's um, so. The Marvel did release a Star Wars comic, so they're, they are linked. Um, oh, okay. To, I did not realize that. Yeah, back in the 70s. And also uh, recently, too, I believe. Um, so, yeah, come check us out. Uh, Timeline Scavengers. It's going to be fun, and it's going to be forever. So, like, come on over. <laughs> Um, and that's going to do it for us for today. Uh, join us tomorrow as we get, once again, just the biggest, broadest, hugest brushstroke of character development and reinforcement that I have ever seen in one line. Mm-hmm. Look forward to that early tomorrow's minute. Um, but until then, you know, just just try to be nice to each other. Mm-hmm. Scavengers Network. Creator-driven. Community-focused. Treasured content.